trying to get crazy with this, eh? Don't you know I'm local? <laughs> Insane in the membrane. That's how our fans probably feel after what has to be probably well over 700 days. Yes. The May Boys are back with an unsolicited, unasked for podcast season. We don't know anymore. Yes. Episode one. I'm Julian and I'm here with my dad, Will. Yes. I have gotten so many requests for our podcast and for the life of me. I cannot understand why. Um, so I guess that's a good thing that people want to hear us uh, talk again. But I thought this time around, uh, last time we talked about pretty much sports and we come up with our comical characters, but we're so much more mature now, wouldn't you say? Very much, very much. Uh, I don't do the podcast as much as I'm a teacher now, so I have to every day is kind of like a podcast because I'm talking to a bunch of people who aren't really listening it's very much like this probably yes and um, it's so basically if you're talking to a lot of people that aren't listening it's like you most people when they talk to me and you know they'll tell all their stories and go on and on and the whole time I keep thinking when is it my turn to talk and they don't understand you ever see a cartoon where you know, you see a character and they have a little bubble in their head and it's just machine work going around and squirrels and in, in little cages and, you know, rabbits eating food and birds flying. Well, that's all that's in my head while they're talking. And then they stop talking and then I start talking and then I'm re-engaged again. No, exactly. I'm the same way. I, I use other people talking as an opportunity to really put together my thoughts so I can say to them what I have to say and Hopefully, I don't miss anything important that they say. Yeah, I, you're a lot better than me. And uh, I realize I wasn't listening when I have to go and explain stuff to my wife. And they say, what would you say? And I said, well, I seen so-and-so. And, and then she starts asking me questions. Well, how are his kids doing? And like, ah, oh, I don't know. Oh, and then I might say something like, hey, you got in a big car accident. And then she'll ask, like, well, where was it? And I'll, and I'll be like, oh, I don't know. On the road? <laughs> and then, then you get hurt. And I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Well, <laughs> did you listen? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I guess maybe I should have asked that question. But in my defense, and uh, you have to understand, uh, I grew up in what I would like to call... Uh, you know how they give all different names to everyone? Like, what are you? Like, millennials? Oh, I'm a millennial. Okay, I'm well, that's not seen in such a high regard, I no. don't think. But it's, it's good for comedians. <laughs> I'd like to think that 
I I come from you fell in the, the middle because you're not really a boomer. No, you're not really no. Gen I X. I I think we're kind of like what I like to think is like you know the uninformed dumb generation, right? And I'm going to explain a lot of things as we go through these podcasts why I believe that we're the dumb generation, whereas your generation has like information and uh, probably too probably too much information i find my generation really annoying and that's because you were raised by our dumb generation that we didn't prepare you for anything we it you know we Mm. might have given you too much stuff like physical stuff but we were lacking on this the information part of life and like for example, when I grew up, and you have to remember, I'm in northern Ontario, Sault Ste. Marie, where we got so much snow that they would cut our snow banks. I don't know if you, yes, we, there was a machine <laughs> that came and would cut, like, it was like a big auger, and there'd be the, the big truck beside it, and they would come and cut the snow banks once sometimes twice a year and we would bum out because we're like the dumb generation so we would make caves in the snowbanks and you had to worry <laughs> that the auger would come and you were in the cave right and when well, they could collapse i had a student <laughs> at school wanting to do yeah. that and yeah this risk is is they collapse I well, and I always had the, you know. But when you're when you're small, like you you, you don't think uh, in larger schemes about. Geez, you, there's no way that you would get cut by the auger because you could probably hear the machine coming. But you had a fear. Oh man! And your parents would warn you: be careful with the cave because you could get. Make sure that you don't get cut by the auger, but. The other problem is you spend so much time making this cave and you'd have fun in it. And it was kind of cool. And then the machine would come and like destroy and they cut everything out. And, it, and you'd be like, oh, man, that sucks. Do you find, though, because I don't know if it's your generation now that you say it, because do you find, though, that things you do that maybe aren't that smart, you don't realize until like later or here's an example I have so I like to ride my bicycle at night at like weird hours like midnight in the dark wearing black and I don't have a light on my bike now I didn't really realize this was incredibly dangerous until I brought Natalie your daughter my sister right and all of a sudden there's someone else there you care about and you're like what in the hell am I doing we're gonna get killed so now my light has a bike, but it took. Like, it's I think when you're on your own, you're not. You're you're more apt to take those risks or just kind of ignore yeah, it. It would be perfect in my generation, and it would be like <laughs> me say to someone, "Your kids, you wrap them up to go to school. Put your put your winter boots on, and let's put your jacket on, and your your middies, and cover your ears, and you send them off, and then I'll go to work in my, you know, like I'll be working in someone's house, and I'll you know, and it's hot, and then I'll go outside, and like ah, I'm not gonna put my jacket on. I'll just cut for half an hour outside in the snowy oh. driveway in my t-shirt, 
And then every year I'd get a massive cold. So Julian, that would be perfect for my generation. You would be so good, <laughs> right? And I'll give you another example. It, so I'm living up in Northern Ontario and there was three ways I thought I would die. And none of them were like, like, okay, I'm going to get cancer because I live beside the blast furnace and it's constantly pumping out Coke. Uh, you know, I might die from like, you know, hyper, th you know, thermia if I'm someplace too cold or, you know, uh, maybe get hit by a car. I thought I was going to die if I, I was from quicksand that <laughs> because I was watching Gilligan's Island and they would always be like die in quicksand. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then there was a movie about killer bees. Okay. And I used to catch bees all the time. And so I was like, I had a fear of bees. And so killer bees were going to come and get me. But fortunately, do, do you know how they killed the bees in this movie? No. There was a car that they put a noise in that attracted all of the killer bees. And they drove into the Astrodome. <laughs> Really? And, yes, the Astrodome, where they could control the heat. And they brought all of the killer bees into the Astrodome, and they lowered the heat until all of the killer bees died. So <laughs> we believe that, all right? Because at the time, you wouldn't Google killer bees. That's funny. You would watch, you would watch a movie and think that that was real. And so you thought everything about it was real. So it, I, I still think you're, it's less a generational thing and more, I'm trying to think of one I, I have that might be similar, but there's things you, you think as a kid in, in movies that you just, I'm trying to think of, uh, losing my thought here, but I feel like when stuff happens as a kid, it really sticks in your, it, your it, mind it, it, more. And it's like for me, it's it's kind of crocodiles. I don't know why. I've always had like a dream, like a recurring dream of crocodiles. So I always have in my head, like I think I'm gonna die being attacked by a by crocodile, <laughs> even though we live in Canada, like, where there's like, no crocodile. Like in Happy Gilmore or something. <laughs> but then the what I find though is is these thoughts almost make me more likely to have because I want to now like go see a, like I'd love to go, go see, see crocodiles. And, and, you know, go into like Australia or Africa and be on like, it's like you, you crave that fear yeah. almost and, or and something. I don't know. That might just be me being weird, applying it to everyone. So what's, what could be worse? Like, and I'll pose the question, me not really having the ability to look up killer bees and understand that hey, even if there was killer bees, I think bringing them to the Astrodome is, you know, the Astros weren't very good at the time. Well, so the finally the Astrodome temperate. Like it doesn't get that cold I know, in but Texas. There's no way to gather information on it. Whereas you could Google crocodiles. Google croc and it's and funny do. you mentioned that because when we went to Florida there's all these ponds, oh, and yeah, I say, and I would go to the ponds because I like the birds, and then everyone, oh, you can eat. So no, I, away. you know, you're bored, but you look up crocodiles and Allig eating or alligators right. eating humans, and the reality is, it just 
never happens. They just don't attack. They attack like small dogs and that kind of stuff. Or and people the old, swimming in canals in Florida. Exactly. And, and the one guy <laughs> who got killed would constantly swim in this particular... And it wasn't like... For what it's worth, alligators are incredibly less... They're smaller. Right. And they're not as vicious. Crocodiles, you can't screw around with. Like in Northern Australia, Africa, they you do not go in the water and i was thinking about it kind of sucks because they have all these really nice beaches but right. they're saltwater crocodiles so you can't even swim in the ocean right because they're in the ocean too right so i don't well, know how i got I'm... on this topic but <laughs> i understand what you're saying where you just have these like even when i'm swimming in the great lakes i'll picture like a shark yeah and i'll get out of the water for like I, it's just yeah. i don't i almost wonder if it's like human instinct to you just have these fears of being it's, eaten by yeah. a monster attacked by yeah, a monster it, or something, right? Yeah, and those, yeah, and it's just and, instinctual, and it, and it happens when you were kids, and you know. But again, you guys have Jurassic I, Park. That's why, because I remember watching Jurassic Park, and the guy gets eaten by the dinosaur and a crocodile. Oh, okay. is really the closest thing, right? We have to the that, right. and it just is always stuck in my mind, and it's like a weird, like I wonder what it would be like. It would probably just be horrible, right, and gruesome. Right. Well, that <laughs> it, it's funny. Uh, these I don't know if it happens anymore. Like where, uh, like like in movies, there there's always these movies. That, and Jurassic Park's one of them. Star Wars was one when I was a kid. When it came out, it just was so different than all of the other movies. Hmm. It just captured the attention, imagination, and, and imagination. Everyone, I, I haven't really seen that I, I don't know if that happens as much anymore because the movies seem to be like marvel comics but series do i know there was the korean one where it was like a game but it oh, seems man. to capture the imagination of of the of, yeah. uh, of people watching and then it's kind of gone right yeah. and then something's in and replacing it so quickly and before a movie was like a movie Right? Yeah, you went to the movies now. Or watched it, you bought it on tape, yeah. you watched it on home. Yeah, yeah, you went to, remember going to Blockbuster Video. Video right? <laughs> and yeah, you're in, and you're, uh, new releases, new releases, and, and all they these were all boxes. gone on Friday. They're and then you're like, empty. they're all gone, you're like, oh. And then you're watching people walk and in, and they're pay, dropping The weird off part your... was, I remember, even in high school, You'd pay like four or five bucks to rent a movie you'd already seen. <laughs> yeah. And then you had it for like two weeks and you went in and what's my fees? Like eight dollars. A hundred and seventy-two dollars. I think I could have produced the movie for cheaper than renting the video. But it's but it's just crazy the amount of movies and information. And I got another great example to show you how backwards my generation was. Okay, what's the next one? It's Spotify that you guys have or okay. or Apple Apple Music. Apple Music. YouTube Premium. Right. So the right same. now, I think I have about a, at least a thousand songs in my playlist. So at any point I can put my selection together. In my day, you had a radio with a cassette player in there and so you would put the cassette in and generally around like uh i don't know if it was in, it was around labor day for some reason 
just before school and they would come up with the top 100 songs for the year. And your goal or my goal was to get all top 100 songs on this cassette tape recording off the radio. Recording off the radio. I remember you recording because we would go to my appointments in Toronto and I actually had a little stereo radio stereo you bought me in my room and I remember having the radio on and you were recording tapes for yeah. us to listen to <laughs> I know. on the drive. That's I not that long that. ago. No. But you had to hit the record and play button at the same time. Well, and didn't and have not to time forget. it. So, because the tape would end, so you kind of had to time it so you had enough room or the song would be cut off. Yes, yeah, so you had yeah. to watch the end of the tape too. And it, it sometimes you'd forget. And it would run into the next song and it was like... Oh my gosh, it, it was so much work. It, it actually took up your whole, like two days, your two days recording a hundred songs, two days, you know, listening to every individual song. Now I can record, you know, a hundred songs. Know what I find though that I don't like is someone I looked over is I got my record collection and it's funny you say, oh, back in my day, I catch myself at school saying that a lot where I'm like now like 25 years older than, you know, the students. And so like they and I'm kind of born at an unusual time where I'll probably be the last generation that remembers not having Internet. Right. So I'm kind of I can play sort of both sides of the right. fence because I remember obviously the internet and I remember pre but what I find and why I don't like Netflix and why I like Spotify but where I'm going with this is I find opposed to going to Blockbuster or buying a CD or a tape is you will watch it you'll listen to yeah. it I don't like Netflix because after 25 minutes of searching that my attention's gone I don't want to watch a show it's- I didn't pay for it and so I don't really have any connection. I find Spotify is the same where I won't really sit down and listen to the Weekends album or Taylor Swift's album or whoever I like. I'll listen to a, not even a full song. I'll listen to the part of the song I like and then switch. Whereas, so I find it it's almost like overstimulating now. Whereas when I put a record on, I'll at least listen to one side of the record. And the, it's funny you mentioned records. There is sold CDs for the first time in like a while. Well, they that's came inc- back. That's incredible. But there is, and I know that people listening to this is be older. There is an emotional attachment to a record, and and I, I went to, uh, and it's because you spent money. But I can't. You have to understand. I'm an Italian from Sault Ste. Marie too, so. Some of my musical tastes were related to people. If you look at the record album, that would have bought a Camaro, right? So I'd look at the front album and say, look at the band. It looks like they all would own a Camaro. So these guys are all Italian. So I'm going <laughs> to listen to this album like Boston. Oh, they all got Camaros. So this particular one was Toto. Uh, you supply the... And so I put it on at the shop. Because uh, I have a record player, and you know I've got uh, the radio. I don't have anything else attached. I got to figure out Bluetooth, anyways. Uh, and I picked up the album, and I remember looking at the cover, reading the songs. Yeah, you, you invested time in them. 
right? Yeah. Whereas you don't, like at Spotify, you just, you're going through the list, you know, almost, okay, total, yeah. most popular songs. And you'll these just are these albums. The... Give me their best songs. Well, I remember, this would have been now, same thing, probably 15, 20 years ago, I was watching Elton John, he was on Leno, Letterman, one of them, and he said he didn't have an iPod, and the reason he didn't, Right. He didn't like it because sort of yeah. what we're saying is you only listen to one song of an yes. artist. You don't listen. You're not going to listen to Elton John. Yeah, you're going to listen to you know Rocket Man, and that's all you're yeah. going to listen to. What I also like about records too, even more than see records are cool because a lot of them they'll get like a poster yes. or the cover. Like they're they're physically kind of cool. What I want to ask is records now. Say you're buying one new about 40, 50 bucks. When you were a kid buying a record, uh, how well, much was it, and was it roughly well, the same as now? Again, you asked me uh, this question, and it's uh, I I want to go immediately to what I think about is you know like again you're you're in Sault Ste. Marie, and uh, I loved growing up there. It was a great city, and it, and for growing up, especially when the world seemed so small and. And so really, I only lived from three blocks. I lived from Core Road because that's where the candy store was. So I'd go there. Sixth Avenue and then Fourth Avenue. And that's as far as you went, right? You didn't want to go to Third. Third, no, can't go to Third Avenue. That's way too far. I only, and then we all hung out. People from like Third Avenue, you went from Third Avenue to Prentice, you hung out, those people hung out. Like, I never it was, went it past was, Prentice. Once <laughs> the numbered <laughs> avenues end, I got afraid. Right. I'm too far from <laughs> home. I went too far. Oh, where'd you now. go today? Fourth Avenue, are you crazy? They're crazy on Fourth Avenue. That's as far as you go. So, But so anyways, so uh, when it came to records, they generally were like $8.00 like uh to 20 bucks if it was a good album which i guess when you think yeah and you know and for me i had uh i I, i'm tearful thinking about all the albums i have and i don't have anymore but maybe but i shouldn't i should think i'm i gotta think how excited i am now to try and re-buy these albums but i would go where i was trying to go is like go to toronto once a year and what age it, is this is a family oh no no yeah i'm just my sister was living down there like so college. i'd be 15 14 16 years old okay. and you know i'm in kind of grade nine, nine grade nine. 10 and it was so exciting to yeah. go to young street and there was sam the record no, man right still, like, and then you'd walk the and things. then you would find these albums that you'd have to pay 15 20 for and they're like eight bucks right i remember going down with my brother and i had and i work with my dad and i had like i went down with a couple hundred dollars and my brother was freaking out on me right because i bought about 20 albums but they were all like oh alice cooper oh this and that and and like that's not so much led zeppelin but some of those little lower tier bands that were kind of even like older aerosmith and stuff and I would go to those, and they were like, so in answer to your question, they were expensive, but when I got to Toronto, they were like eight to 10 bucks, and it was like a free-for-all. It was so, when you're it was on vacation, like a, the money's there to spend. I know, but it was so exciting, and, and you were like rifling through, they had like, as soon as you walked in, they had all of the albums that were on sale, and there'd be about 40. Yeah. And then you're just like bang, 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 and it was, oh my god, it was. And then you could, you couldn't wait to get home, 
to start listening to them all, right? That's the and same. it was like that feelings the same. Well, so I so say for what was so right now, say an album here is forty five dollars. That's say minimum wage times three. Oh, what okay, would it be yeah, relative okay. to that? So you know I think minimum wage was like your people were making like maybe three fifty four bucks. So you're both a similar so scale, it's probably similar. similar but yeah, so but but I, like I mean, I was in an antique store and there was an album I wanted, and they wanted fifteen to twenty bucks. I go, I'm not paying twenty bucks for a used album. But there were some for eight, so I bought one for eight. I bought Toto. It was twenty. Oh, I can't remember. I I didn't want to pay it. I can't remember offhand, but it was expensive. Anyways, uh, how far are we into this now? I'm trying to twenty minutes. We're at twenty minutes already. I see. I keep forgetting to put the time on. Right. So I don't know. I think we talked. Is that seconds? (laughs) I don't know. I looked at the clock at nine forty. And we'd already, I think say we, 15. Yeah, 15. 15. I think we talked too long. Okay, so we we'll do. try and keep it down because I've listened to these watch podcasts because I'm into watches now. That'll be something for another time. And they talk for 59 minutes and I'm done by about 25 minutes, right? Do you find your interests? I don't know if it's because we're older or because of COVID or for me being at school or you, like you were in London where there's a lot more different people. Do you find your interests are a lot more varied now? Like you well, like watches now. I notice I'm like, like I picked up astronomy. Like I'm interested in like music. Like I'm finding my interests. It used to be like, oh, I'm, I just want to go to sports games. Whereas now it's like, I want to go camping. I want to go to the observatory. Like do you, oh, are you yeah. finding that or is it just me? Um, I don't, I, again, you know, when you ask the question, I, you know, I feel like I'm talking to a person again and all I think about is myself. And I don't know how to answer it for you. So maybe it's the fact that you're, uh, I want to say, you're, you, you have more free time. That's so true. So for me, what, what it is, it's, it's more free time. And I'm finding sports uh, anticlimactic. Like I almost like, like sports uh, cards more lately, like going right, on eBay and, right. and like that. I find it, an, it's almost like it's predetermined. For example... Uh, Next year, like I, I don't know where Philly came from, but it almost seems like Philadelphia is predetermined to win the Super Bowl. I, I just, I don't know what happened. Well, they and just and won I was almost watching. Yeah, ago. they're not a bad organization. I know, but just like watching that game against the Giants, it was like all the cards fell in place for them. It's the strangest thing. It's, it's like you watch sports, and at the beginning you're like, oh, I don't know who's gonna win. And then by the end, you're like, how didn't I know this team was going to win? Like, I think Philadelphia is, I, I don't well, think they're going to beat Kansas City. I think they're going to crush them. Crush them. Well, and too, with football, the four teams that made the conference championships, they'd all been in the conference championships right. or Super Bowl within the last right. two so years. what I'm getting years. at is, I agree with you. I've got more free time. I'm getting bored with watching sports because it's so competitive the only thing that keeps me watching it is i bet on it yeah and and that other than that i find my own personal leagues that i get into just way more exciting because you're playing you're playing and and you can affect the outcome and especially me i always affect the outcome in a poor way right i always approach a game by saying okay i can't win this game but i don't want to blow it Right, 
And that's so, how I should approach it because I come in saying I'm going to play great and I'm going to win the team the game and then I don't. And that's why if I play six hockey games in two years, I go through about four sticks. Yes, I know. <laughs> I have the chin. And it's funny, I just broke my stick. Somebody freaking cross-checked me, broke my stick in half. They didn't even call a penalty on him. And I think they didn't call him a penalty on him because I'm one of the dirtiest players in the league. And so the referees say, it's a uh, reputation it was a reputation call. And I actually don't even blame them. And know it. So, but it's good to have other interests and it's good to keep your mind going. But yeah, I, I do agree with you. And I don't know it's necessarily COVID. It's just maybe for both of us, it's a timing event and you just have more time and you just want to get your, your head well, in I a find different when you space. Play sports too, sometimes I'm watching, like you say, if, if I don't have it, if I don't have money on the game, or it's not one of the few teams like the Blue Jays or the London Knights where I, I, I yeah, care. Yeah, you I really go, care, yeah. What I kind of is clicking in as I'm watching these, I'm like, I'm just watching, this is just TV. Yeah. Watching people I don't know play, you know, in a place I probably will never go. Right. And it's like, you know what, I'd rather go walk. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, I still love sports. I find playing too, it's like you almost would just yeah. rather be playing or even at school, like I'm refing some basketball games. And once... Like, I think we've both started playing more the last five years. So maybe that, too, yeah. is you, it loses its excitement because obviously we're not like, it, professional would, level, but you still, you just, you want to go play more than you want to watch. And what would really change for you is if you start coaching a team at your school, you will be so emotionally invested in that team and all of the players in there and all the people that coach, like, hockey through oh, i mean it, that, that's all the time they put in i mean it's just uh an amazing feeling i and i i bummed out that i that's one thing in my life i've never done and, and maybe one day i'll be able to, that's something you know like i just coach just give back or something yeah. instead of playing all the time see what i find is i don't know if i'm gonna be able to coach because i've done a little bit and it's yeah I find the school days working are, are quite intense. Right. And then so you're adding, like what I found out last week is I liked, I helped with library club and I helped <laughs> with coaching. And when I coach or ref, I come home and I don't sleep. And I, yeah. I, I was like, I just want to do library club with the awkward kids who don't go out for recess and you just sort the books and you breathe and hey. no one's yelling at you. Kid, get over here. <clears throat> You know the Dewey Decimal System? Kind well, of you know what? You, then you take the book and hit them over here. No, can't do that. But know what? After wrapping. Hey, so last figure week. Figure this shit out, kids, because I'm getting sick of having to go Language. Language. <laughs> you're going to get a frowny face in the going, communication By box. author. By author. One thing I will say, last week after refing, I went to the library to sort books for right. an hour before coming home because I knew if I came home, I was too oh, okay. wound up. Yeah. But um, I don't know how people watch their kids because it's funny you mentioned too, like at the start of the year, the team I was most into watching was the North Pole Bears. Right. Because I know everyone on the team. Yeah. And so the most fun game this year was me and Natalie, we came and you scored a goal. I know, I know you might talk. And it was a rare like, event. And if you take astronomy, that's probably the same as Haley's Comet. About, is it Haley's Comet? Like one, it's every seven well, years. Well, here, let me put it in perspective. 
I've seen, I remember Haley's comment in grade two, so I've seen Haley's comment once, and I've seen you score two goals, so they're not that oh, far off. not far off. They're yeah. not too far off. <laughs> That's when I score. We should call it Haley's comment. That's what I'll call the shot. Anyways, yeah, so you wanted to talk sports. Well, we kind of missed out on that, and to be honest so. with you, it's kind of a, this. It's a kind of a, yeah. It's kind of a. a I mean, next Super week Bowl. we'll next Tuesday we'll talk about the Super Bowl. Next but Tuesday, man, we, once every two years. Yeah, I know. So next we're two, we're. We'll how be about right this? Maybe next Super Bowl. We'll talk about <laughs> the Super Bowl. A year from now. Well, we'll see what kind of feedback we get, and then we'll go from there. You should. You had one. You won. Oh no, no, I'm good. It's all good. You're all good. Yeah. So we didn't even talk about sports. Well, that's it's all good. Next time, next time we'll but, have um, more. We have. There's three All Star games coming up, which suck. We got the hockey one, which might be the worst. Basketball, other than the skills competition, yeah, and then well, the one NFL. Sports question: LeBron's very close to breaking the all time scoring yeah. record. Yeah. Do you find like a scoring record in basket? It's like. It's hard to, for me to care because the number is so high. Yeah. You know what I'm, whereas hockey, it's, you know, 900 goals or baseball, it's, you know, 780 home. When it's like 28,271 points or whatever, you're sort of like, it's almost I'll, like when you try to explain this. the universe in size, you just lose context. Uh, I will say this about records. Uh, records that are. Records are made to be broken. No, this is one thing I'll say about records, in my opinion. The one that are historical, like like even when Pujols hits 700 home runs, I was not really that excited about it. The ones that are like historical, it's it just seems like one person staying in the league too long hmm. and trying to break a record. Ovechkin's kind of cool because he still gets excited about scoring goals well and he still scores I, 45 it's not I like know, he's like i know but i 15, i like i have to say if you have to me about records i'm more into individual records that happen over the course of one year so you like the single season i like more. the single season i thought aaron judge that yeah. was exciting although for some reason at the end it, was, it didn't seem as exciting and um uh, you know, I'm interested to see, like, uh, Connor McDavid, where he's at, like, 42 goals right now, just to see where he ends up, if he can get to 60. Because I think he is, without question, the greatest hockey player that I've... Well, I mean, I haven't seen him live. I mean, I did in the OHA. In the history of the NHL, like, he really? is just... The like speed, uh, level I just yeah. think he is just unbelievable. So I like records, but I like individual records. And I think Fair. those are pretty cool. And But they're also generational. Like certain generations, they scored more goals. Like, well, like honestly. Because like I never, growing up, my generation, back in my, like a 3-2 yeah. game was, whoa, that was high scoring. So yeah. the idea that someone might break Gretzky's record like you say, without having to play until but they're 50 years old, it's kind of cool. If you want to like do something and have some fun, look up an old hockey game. It, like even in the 80s, when I played, our goalie, for one, the, I was a tall goalie of 5'10". Our goalie equipment was horrific. Like they, it was so small. So even look at like, 
like Grant Fuhrer. Pete Peters was thought to be a massive goalie. Oleg uh, What was Kolsik. it, 6-1 or something? Yeah. <laughs> These goalies and their equipment is... On, mind you, okay, forward equipment is, is progressed, but not at the same rate as goalie equipment. And so, to, to Ovechkin's credit, to score that many goals on, on those the goalies, goalies yeah. on those goalies, with the equipment they have, and for Connor McDavid, if he gets to 60, 65 goals, well, to me, the more impressive, that he would might be get 150 the, points. That that's be, in, that's incredible because, right. like I said, the goalie equipment right now is freaking unbelievable, and to see them in net, they're just like. I don't even know how you score on them. Like, I mean, those shots have to be just wired and they're in the top corner and they're like, you know. That's the thing that amazes me and I think puts into perspective how good they are. Like, think of our league. If we, for me, if I play in an over 30 game and I get 25 shots right. and I keep it to five, I'm like, wow, yeah. that's good. Yeah. These guys are facing NHL shooters. Yeah. They get 35 shots a game and if they let in three, that's a bad game for yeah. them. Yeah. So imagine going to an NHL game and you're 35 and you like two. Yeah. You're gonna it's like yeah. your expectation. That that boggles my mind. Like yeah. hockey like in your head, you, you see how good the players are. You think the game should be like seven six yeah. or something. Yeah, in all fairness to you, you're not playing and practicing like these guys are, and your equipment isn't as big as their stuff. I don't even play and practice as much as the other beer league goalies or have the equipment like the other beer league goalies. step up the game. And I better actually get a stick that isn't all chewed up in the corner. Are you still using my Easton aluminum (laughs) from 1998? Oh, my God. So I'll have to break down and spend a hundred bucks. It almost pains me to say that. Anyways. Well, that was fun. So until till next week, it's Dad Will. And I'm Julian, but don't mention I do this. I don't want any students <laughs> looking this up. We canceled our, after like 17 months of paying for a subscription on a website <laughs> you didn't use, we canceled it. So I think we'll just email this we'll, one out. We'll try and get some traction and, and maybe we'll, we'll get there. it. Yeah, and we'll then maybe I'll that. actually spend some money. So hope everyone's doing well. We appreciate uh, the fact people want to listen to us. Yes. So that's nice. And yeah. Till next week. Till next time. Have a great night.